the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Thanksgiving is the act of saying or showing that you are grateful. So your act of Thanksgiving, what you do to show your gratefulness is a function of how you feel, a feeling of thankfulness. If you feel so good about it, if you feel so good about what you have received, the opportunity you have been given, the way you will be grateful about it, the way you will show your gratefulness, the way you will give thanks would be very different. If you feel good, if you are very thankful, your thanksgiving will be as much as that. So the way you feel determines the way you act. May the Lord give us the right feeling. May the Lord give us the right feeling so that we act rightly, correctly, in the name of Jesus. And this is not depending on our own feeling. If it's, if it's about our own feeling, that goes up and down. You know, it determines, I mean, it's, it's, it's dependent on uh, what's, what's going on around us. But if the Lord will give us the right feeling, mm, like the psalmist prayed, that your countenance, the light of your countenance will be upon us. If the Lord will give you the light of his countenance, your feeling comes from the Lord. That's why the psalmist says, why are you cast down, O my soul? Why are you disquieted within you? Hope thou in God, for he is the health of your countenance. He is the health of your feeling. He is the health of your emotion. Why are you cast down, O my soul? Why are you disquieted within you, Lord? Why is my soul cast down? Why am I downcast? And the psalmist says, send forth your light. Send forth your truth. Let them bring me to your holy hill. Let them bring me to your tabernacle. Let them bring me to your altar. To God, my exceeding joy. God is your exceeding joy. So, so far in your life, so far in your life, out of all the things that you have been given and experienced, what are you most thankful about? What are you most thankful about? Is it about your upbringing? Is it about your educational or professional achievements or opportunities? Are you most thankful about your family? Are you most thankful about your marriage? Are you most thankful about your children? What are you most thankful about? Is it about your economic, financial opportunities? What you have been able to achieve in life? In life? What are you most thankful about? In other words, what are you most happy about? Remember, thankfulness is what? A feeling of, a feeling of, a feeling of gratitude. A feeling of gratitude. So, if I say to you, if I ask you, what are you most thankful about? I'm saying, what are you most grateful about? What do you feel most pleased with? What are you most happy about? What are you most happy about? Somebody asks you, what are you most happy about? What are you most thankful about? What will be your response? What will be your response? Again, thanksgiving is a function of thankfulness. Thanksgiving is a function of thankfulness. Your act of thanksgiving is a function of your feeling of thankfulness. Now, I've given you a question, and I don't know what your answer is, 
but I will help you with the answer. And I hope if your answer was different with what I'm going to show you, your answer will be different after I've shown it to you. Amen. Again, what are you most thankful about? What are you most thankful about? What do you feel most happy about so far in your life? Is it your achievement? Is it your education? The level of your education? Is it about your house? What are you most thankful about? What What do you feel most happy about? Now, this should be your answer. This should be your answer. It's good to feel great about, you know, success in life, having uh, this or that, you know, good education, good upbringing, good marriage, you know, good children, you know, having good financial opportunities and all of that. It, you know, it feel good about those things. It's, it's proper to feel good about them. It's good to feel good about them. But what do you feel most happy about? That is the question. Just to clarify it. Is the one that you feel most happy about. That if somebody were to ask you, what means most to you? Out of all these blessings, out of all these things that you have been received, you have been given and you have received, what means most to you? What means most to you will be the first one that will come to mind if you are in danger. God forbid you have a house fire. And you look around, you look around, it's like, what should I grab? For where your treasure is, there will your heart be also. So let's look at the answer. Colossians 1, 9 to 14. Colossians 1, 9 to 14. This is a very profound word and prayer of thanksgiving. Colossians 1, 9 to 14. For this reason, we also, since the day we heard it, do not cease to pray for you and to ask that you may be filled with the knowledge of his will in all wisdom and spiritual understanding, that you may walk worthy of the Lord, fully pleasing him, being fruitful in every good work and increasing the knowledge of God. Verse 11 says, Strengthened with all might according to his glorious power, for all patience and long-suffering with joy, giving thanks to the Father who has qualified us to be partakers of the inheritance of the saints in light, He has delivered us from the power of darkness and conveyed us into the kingdom of the Son of His love, in whom we have redemption through His blood, the forgiveness of sins. So what do we see here? Verse 9 says, For this reason, we also, since the day we heard it. Heard what? Since the day they heard what? What did they hear? If you go back to verses 3 and 4 of Colossians 1, the same chapter, verses 3 and 4. Paul says, we give thanks to the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, praying always for you, since we heard of your faith in Christ Jesus and of your love for all the saints. So what did they hear? What did Paul hear? When he says, for this reason we also, since the day we heard it, heard what? Of their faith, of their faith, of their salvation, of their love. Love towards the saints, love for God. Since the day we heard of your faith, that's what he heard about them, and that's what is giving thanks to God for. Giving thanks to God for their faith in Christ and for their love for all the saints. If you look at verse 5, it says, Because of the hope which is laid up for you in heaven, of which you heard before in the word of the truth of of the gospel. So Paul is also giving thanks for what? Because of the hope, the hope which is laid up for them in heaven. 
the inheritance laid up for them in heaven. So Paul is giving thanks for their faith, for their salvation, for their love toward God, for the inheritance they have in God. That's why he's giving thanks to God. Now, what you will find in all the writings of Paul and um, Peter and other apostles, when they write, they will pray for them, they will give thanks in the prayer. Give thanks in the prayer, pray for them. And when they give thanks and pray for them, they are not concentrating, focusing on physical things. Oh, it's not like, oh, we give thanks to God that he just got promoted. We heard about your promotion. No, we heard that you just bought a house. Oh, we heard that uh, something, it's, no, you don't, you don't see that. In fact, there is a place where the scripture says, 1 Corinthians 3 or so or 2, that Paul said, when I came to you, I desired to know anything about you except Christ and him crucified. I was not looking for, oh, who is the accountant here? Oh, who is the medical doctor here? Do you have any, you know, any rich men? You know, no, no, no. He was not looking for their physicalities. We're not looking for their earthly processions. No, that's not what interested him. And when they would write to them, that's not what interested them. What interested them was what? Their faith, their salvation, the hope that is laid up for them in heaven. So they will keep on referring them to those things. This is what you should be happy about. This is what you should be grateful about. This is what you should rejoice on. If you look at that Colossians 1.9, what are the things that Paul was praying for here? He prayed for them to be filled with the knowledge of his will in all wisdom and spiritual understanding. He prayed for them that they will walk worthy of the Lord. He also prayed that they will please the Lord. He also prayed that they will be fruitful. So he prayed for fruitfulness and increase in the knowledge of God, that they will be fruitful in God and they will increase in the knowledge of God. He also prayed that they will be strengthened in every way. Now listen to this. All of these requests are being presented to God with thankfulness. Paul is praying all of these, making all these requests with thankfulness. And the main focus, the main focus or reasons for the thankfulness we see in verses 12 to 14. In fact, if, if, you, if you read it very well and the Lord gives you understanding and revelation, you will see that Paul is basically praying all these things and he's saying, I'm praying all of these and giving thanks to the Father who has qualified us, who has qualified you, who has qualified us to be partakers of the inheritance of the saints in light. He has delivered us from the power of darkness and conveyed us into the kingdom of, his, of the Son of his love in whom we have redemption through his blood, the forgiveness of sins. So Paul is thanking God for what? For divine qualification. He qualified us. God qualified us. What else did he do? He delivered us. What else did he do? He conveyed us or transported us into the kingdom of the son of his love. What else did he do? He redeemed us. What else did he do? He forgave us. He qualified us. He delivered us. Not deliver there. You know, you can deliver somebody and the moment they get out of the trouble, they run away. They escape. But this deliverance is rescue. It's different. It's a rescue. 
When you rescue somebody, you rescue them to yourself. Amen. Hallelujah. So when he delivered us, he took us into himself. He conveyed us to his own kingdom. He didn't just deliver us to run away. Mm. We that have fled for refuge, as the scripture says. We have fled for refuge to lay hold upon the hope set before us. He didn't just deliver us out of the kingdom of darkness. And left us to just be on our own. But he took us into his own kingdom. Wow. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.